balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I actually started on Balance of Nature not quite a month ago and absolutely fell in love with it. It's awesome. The difference in my energy level is phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. Like I just felt like a slug before. I couldn't get out of my own way. And I noticed the effects within a week. I have so much energy. It's fantastic. <laughs> like I'm 20 years younger, you know. I am just, I'm so happy I started on it. It's wonderful. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. Think while it's still legal. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Um, Mr. President, uh, is this the new normal that Americans should expect anticipating future uh, potential variants? Well, answer your first question first. Uh, the answer is I expect this not to be the new normal. I expect the new normal to be everyone ends up getting vaccinated in the booster shot. So we reduce the number of people who aren't protected to such a low degree that we're not seeing the spread of these viruses. Now, we remain to be seeing exactly what the elements of this particular strain are. But if as I hope, then it's not going to be fundamentally different than in the past. Um, and. Uh, in terms of, uh, what was the second part of the question? Are lockdowns off the table? Yes, for now. Why is that? Well, because we're able to, if people are vaccinated and wear their masks, there's no need for lockdown. I like a do the cha-cha. Check the prompter. The prompter's fine. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. <laughs> Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. We're live today. I'm so glad. So thankful to be live today. Uh, hi, Uncle Milty. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? That didn't sound very good. No, I'm good. Okay. Um, and then also, today is my 10-year anniversary. I know. In radio, can you even believe it? 10 years today I started radio and what a journey it has been so I welcome you and my 10-year anniversary uh, you know not doing much of a party but hey 10 years is something right a whole decade and then uh, we have uh, Dr. Duke Pesta from the Dr. Duke show how are you Dr. Duke hey great thanks for having me Excellent. Excellent. So, yeah, 10 years on the radio. I hope that we're making a difference. I hope that we can uh, talk about the truth. And I know you've joined me and um, uh, Uncle Milty's joined me for so many years. And I always just really I'm really thankful for the both of you and really appreciate you and just need you to know that. Thank you both. We appreciate yeah. it. Right, Melanie? Yes, yeah. we do. Well, it's a <laughs> boy. It's a lot of fun. We're just now hitting five million SoundCloud listens to the replay wow. uh, of the live show, not even including the live show. So I'm very thankful for that. I swear we just hit two million and now we're at five and it's just amazing. Um, I also uh, wanted to um, give this little PSA. I love PSAs, don't you? And I like when PSAs make sense and Here's our PSA today on the Kate Daly Show. Don't forget to wear a heavy coat this winter so the person next to you doesn't freeze to death. <laughs> We're so grateful for 
<laughs> for for fake G and for King Fraud a lot and Hormala out there. I mean, really towing the line for this new variant. If you if you take the letters of the new variant and just shift them around a little bit, it's called moronic. And it's so true. Every six months in timely fashion, we're going to have a new one of these where the cure is already ready to go um, and uh, they just have to manufacture it. So I always love the speedy promptness of that. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it. how do you not, the one that gets me is that uh, Fauci's new name is science. He's like, apparently, <laughs> right. he, he is the representative on this earth mm. of science, just like Jesus is the son of God. He is the, in, the incarnation of science. And to question him now is to question all science. I suppose that's the, the new mm. word from Washington. Right. Well, you know, it only makes sense. Um, and you're not allowed. Apparently, you're just not allowed to question him. Um, in fact, uh, he was talking about that in uh, in an article, blasting uh, Fauci, blasting dangerous criticism. It's dangerous to criticize me, people. And that set off uh, Rand Paul pretty good, uh, which I'm glad. I just want to see more action on the on the right. That would be nice. Yeah. And why isn't everybody speaking out against this guy? I mean, is is there anybody besides Ted Ted Cruz mm-hmm. and uh, Rand, Rand Paul who have a voice? I, I, when's the last time a Republican senator made news saying anything? Right. No, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And uh, he's about the only one, by the way, too. So that's it. That's all we've got. I don't see any. I don't see any others. McConnell. McConnell looks like he was perpetually teased and thrown in lockers in the seventh grade. McConnell <laughs> is, I mean, he'll always go with the narrative, too. Yeah, I, I think the real problem is, is they've just finally figured out they can't trust the pulse, so they better keep their mouths shut. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about those polls, are we? Or the, uh, or the uh, elections. And so there's a couple of things on the radar. Number one with this, um, uh, Reuters, or Reuters, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce it, uh, reported that Novavax said on Friday it had started working on a version of its COVID-19 vaccine to target this this new moronic uh, variant detected in South Africa and would have the shot ready for testing and manufacturing in just a few weeks. Um yeah, when it comes that that quick, uh, I don't know who's going to sign up for this thing, but I'm sure there will be people. I, I know there will be people. But after two years, you know, I, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. And I wonder if Dr. Pesta talks about politics and talks about these kinds of things at the Thanksgiving table. Do you? No, I, you know, it's so disgusting. We don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, the family, the, those times are times to just ignore that kind of stuff. Spend too much time talking about how, how long it took to cook the turkey and mm-hmm. the, the NFL games of the day. Right. So, yeah, try, try to avoid the politics at that. We spend a lot of a lot of time gabbing about it for a living. I know. It's nice to get away from it. No, it's it's true. I I understand that, and yep. I'm only I only answer if I'm asked. I don't really ever bring it up, uh, politics in general, uh, because when. Hey, I, do you have a, a lot of family members who you would you be considered liberal? Um, no, I have a few. I have a, probably a few moderates that uh, kind of are still thinking along the same lines as more of the narrative in this. But I would say for the most part, I'm surrounded by by pretty conservative people. That's good. How about you, Milty? Um, no, I, a lot of my family either mm-hmm. just doesn't care or are apathetic, liberal. Total yeah. apathy. Total, total apathy or, or liberal. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know how you could ignore it at this point, because uh, he said in a local hour, Uncle Milty did, you know, it's in everything. Everything's politicized now. So it's kind of hard not to, it's hard to bring anything up now without talking about it. Even football, you talk about football, it's going to go right into the nonsense of the kneeling and everything else, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So well, even Thanksgiving itself. I mean, how many articles, how many left wing organizations were attacking Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. lying about the history, ta- w- w- uh, lamenting how Thanksgiving Day was a mourning day for Native mm-hmm. Americans? And well, okay, fine. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily try to hunt down their holidays and pee all over them. But <laughs> I mean, if that's what we got to do to make them happy, I mean, with all due respect, right? I mean, it. If something that happened four, over 400 years ago mm-hmm. to a tribe of Indians who clearly wasn't you because mm-hmm. there were so few of them. Right. I mean, that that ruins your day. You ought to get some hobbies. <laughs> that is so true. Oh, you know what, Kate? Yeah. I, I tell you, I was I was at Thanksgiving and I, I just had a moment of terrible sadness. I had to go to the room and pout for a while. Mm-hmm. Way back in 734 B.C., my Roman, my empire, <laughs> my Roman, my Roman ancestors, 735 B.C., uh-huh. they had to get rid of their king, their king. I mean, it, it was terrible. He did a bad thing. He waged war on this tribe. I, ugh, this was my <laughs> It was family, a hard Kate. moment I mean, for you. It, I mean, you had to get away from the table. Somewhere in time, right. going back thousands of years, somebody related to me uh, underwent a hardship. I mean, I can't go on. <laughs> no one should be allowed to be <laughs> happy about that. Ha- no one should ever be allowed to be happy again because right. every day of the calendar, somebody was oppressed. Right. You're right. And it was all color, size, and shapes. I guess all of us are affected. Maybe we all need a moment of silence for ourselves in this, God, I in mean, this it's era. Like, I really? So, so Halloween, we had to hear about it, right? Uh-huh. Now we've got to hear about it for Thanksgiving. Now the Christmas holiday. So get ready for that. That'll right. be, that's, that's coming down the road right, now. Right, right. And I, I you really should be talking about winter holiday, yeah. solstice and all that. I just want to give lessons on common sense. You know, the doctor, Angelique, Angelique, the chairman of the South African Medical Association, is the doctor who first spotted the new COVID variant, Omicron or Omicron or whatever the hell it's called, on November 18th, a mere two weeks ago. And she said she observed unusual symptoms in a patient that included extreme tiredness, body aches and headache, which are all signs of the flu as flu season starts today. I don't know what else to say, folks, but, uh, you know, they they spotted it like it was in a forest or something. Oh, there's the new COVID variant. So every six months we have this uh, crazy going on. I don't know what to say anymore to people and people that still stand by and think that everybody voted for King Fraud a lot. I'm not quite sure what to do with that conversation when it goes to uh, the racist thing. I'm not quite sure how to educate people on on actual America and what we did to end slavery. But there again, I mean, then it becomes a big history lesson. So do we just walk around giving history lessons? I guess we do. Uh, Uncle Milty. What I want to know is since we go so far back into history to find out Mm -hmm. what we did wrong mm-hmm. why is it that kwanzaa didn't come about until 1966 <laughs> i'm not quite sure well they celebrated uh, christmas before right. that that's yeah. why well yeah and uh and have you noticed dr pesta everything going to happy holidays again and uh totally bypassing the word christmas yeah you know and i don't know what's what's no more what's more aggravating all of the politics of Christmas or the fact that it starts now in the sh- stores and the shops mm-hmm. before Halloween's over. Right. Yeah. I mean, just two years ago, it was it, the minute Halloween was over, they bypassed ho- the Thanksgiving and went to Christmas. Now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing all this Christmas stuff mm-hmm. uh, the week before Halloween. I know. Like, uh, endless. No, I know. Um, 
it's uh, it's been a strange one. Uh, this last two years has been really strange, uh, absolutely. But I know I've been having that talk for ten years on the radio. Yeah. Wish me a merry Christmas. Do not wish me. Uh, Milty even had buttons made up. Don't wish me a holiday, a generic no name holiday. Um, but that's what they're trying to do. So there's a lot to talk about in today's show. Uh, you know, they're, they're, one of the big articles uh, cropping up was that right there in Chicago, where we're live right now, sh- uh, machine gunfire turns upscale Chicago neighborhood into a war zone. And, it, you know, Babylon B weighed in on, on Chicago and they, they wrote this uh, header to an article. It's Babylon B, so it's parody. Chicago reports 40 tragic bullet accidents over the weekend. That's, a, that's about how they report it, though, isn't it? I mean, crime is soaring all, all you know, in different parts of the country, in bigger cities like Chicago, and yet no one will talk about it. Well, here, here in Waukesha, I don't know if you heard it or not, we had a car accident a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of people at a Christmas parade, mm-hmm. and a, apparently a self-driving yeah. car right, managed right. to pull over seven, seven or eight people. Yeah, it had Horrible nothing act- to do with anything, right? No, not at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. So that was just sort of a no-name event. Um, but actually, you know, uh, Rittenhouse goes back to college, and there are students there with signs wanting him to be um, absolutely sacked from the college. Mm-hmm. He's not allowed to be there because they said he's a murderer, vengeful murderer. I guess no trial ever took place of his peers, and, um, and of course, uh, no charges on him. I mean, no, you know, he was acquitted of everything. But isn't that amazing that he can go back Thank to you. school? Well, the well, new justice... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead the new justice is guilty. Uh huh. Period. Well, <laughs> no yeah, trial. Yeah, no you're nothing. You're just guilty. You're guilty. You're, except when you run people over in right there by you, right? That's right. And notice how uh, no no white people protested the Aubrey decision, oh, right? Yes. No, not, not one. A, yes. Not, not yes. a single white voice of anger and rage. Oh but my gosh. Still, they want Rittenhouse blacklisted from going to college now because he was found innocent. We'll be right back more with Dr. Duke Pesta on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I've got to go away. 
they're just like My mother will start to worry. Love it. Doris Day, Bing Crosby, the original Baby It's Cold Outside. I think it's the original. Maybe not. Maybe it goes back even farther than that. Anyway, uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. This song was, uh, I, I, I can't remember how many Christmases ago. Maybe it was uh, a couple of years ago. But they radio stations were not playing that song because it was the of the Me Too movement and all of that hysteria brought on by stars who wanted to ignore all of that until they got famous and then say that they something happened to them. Um, but the whole Me Too movement made sure that song got, got buried and quick, right? The domestic violence well, song. Yeah. Go well, ahead. In the, in the United Kingdom, they just banned uh, some someplace, one city, just banned the Nutcracker. Why? Because there are episodes because there are episodes of Asian dancing that are offensive. Oh my gosh. We're going to offend ourselves into bubble wrap and uh we're so not going to be able to entire nutcracker has to go. Oh. So because because uh and and, and they're, the thing that's so frustrating, they're canceling things before anybody complains about them. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. It but used I- to take it, it, it used to take one angry liberal to get something canceled. Now they're, they're I mean, everything is, all these corporations and right. uh, these acting, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're cutting themselves off before they get yelled at by anybody. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, I just what, have, and, I have to say, though, that I've never been a big fan of nutcrackers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, it just, you know, looking back on the last uh, even half of the decade that I've been on the show, there's always a problem with something people are offended by at Christmas time. Isn't that amazing? We went through all those decades where nobody was offended, and then all of a sudden people get their back up. And there's a lot of young people that are joining in on that too. And it's, uh, I'm offended. I just, I think they want to be offended for the attention. Whatever happened to shut up and grow up? What, I mean, <laughs> I wish it'd make a comeback, <laughs> like, yeah, well, like bad I mean, jeans. <laughs> I mean, how many how many ways right. did your parents have of telling you that? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's so true, though. I mean, we were Crap. in an era that they just basically told you, and that there was yeah. a standard. You couldn't just show up and say, "I'm just being me," and being weird is is fine. Yeah. That you there was a standard of how to act and dress. It didn't hurt and, us. And your parents had thirty five different ways to tell you to grow up and get yep. over it. Yep. Crap in one hand. So uh, true. And, and not, see which one fills up first, right? I mean, <laughs> there's a thousand different ways to tell you life's tough sport. Get used to it. Oh, now so we true. just these little hothouse orchids. We have to every grievance, every mm-hmm. doubt, self doubt, every recrimination, every uh, thing that worries them. We have to take them so seriously. It's so true, Uncle. Well, Milton. we we live in a society where a, a, a professor of criminal justice at the mm-hmm. University of New Haven says that. The term looting is racist. Yes. <laughs> it has nothing to do with theft. Oh, okay. okay. I just was wondering. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you, I think I, if I had to give any insight to this, I would think that uh, the new um, this offends me, that offends me, it's how they're building their identity. So so they, they so badly have to be now different and weird because this is the new acceptable mm-hmm. norm. It's like, I'm, I'm as weird as I can be, except me. You know, it doesn't matter how I look or what I'm doing, yep. just accept me. But it seems as though those points of interest for them that they gravitate to, I'm offended by this, I'm offended by that, everybody give me attention because I'm offended, is the new way to, to make their new identity. It's like they're grasping for that identity. Victimhood is the new her- heroism. Uh-huh. I mean, 
Uh, and look at look at. I mean, it really is kind of interesting how we've we've turned masculinity into toxic toxic masculinity. Right. That old masculine imperative: go out, roll up your sleeves, and get it done. That's now aggressive and exclusionary. But whining and crying, hiding under your bed, that's a heroic act now in America 2021. That's true. That's absolutely true. And it's sad, too. It's a sad state of affairs. And you're right about the shut up and grow up and uh, accept some responsibility. I'm not seeing a lot of that happen. And I know you've noticed a lot of the youth um, just, just getting even more bold about being so ignorant. I mean, bold about it, excited about it, and just passionate about their ignorance. Well, and they're so censorious. I had a kid in class this semester. Mm-hmm. Typical typical 19-year-old, shaggy-haired, unbathed college kid. <laughs> and he hasn't said, he didn't say much the whole semester. We were teaching Shakespeare. Uh-huh. And I made some comment about uh, uh, something about masculinity being under, under fire about something. And he interrupted class and he said, wait, wait, wait. He said, wait, so are you telling me you think men are persecuted? I said, excuse me? He said, are you, don't answer that. He said, answer the question. Answer the question, Dr. Pester. Do you think men are persecuted in this society? I said, I think there are aspects. He goes, I feel sorry for you, he said, and walked out of class and dropped it. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Wouldn't even hear you out? No. It was was pretty remarkable. Even the other kids in the class, some of them who were pretty liberal, just kind of were rolling their eyes. But. But there was, and what triggered him was something in the news, something mm-hmm. related to what we were talking about. I just pointed it out. Mm-hmm. I didn't even offer my opinion about it, and he was like, "What?" He would not stop until I answered him. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have answered him. I should have told him to go pound salt. Right. But he was just so disruptive, and then he got up and walked out of class. His final words to me were, uh, "I feel sorry for you if you think men actually are persecuted." Jeez. <laughs> You know, you know, a lot of people were putting up the meme last Christmas of we need, you know, peace on earth. We need peace on earth. We need truth on earth. Yeah. If we had truth on earth, that would actually Mm. cause peace to happen. If we had truth on earth, you wouldn't have people that 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 understood what the word uh, triggered meant because they didn't really have what triggered meant. 40 years ago, people weren't walking around ready to be triggered and would want to be triggered at any moment. It just didn't work like that. And then we've developed, we've devolved into this society the last 30 years markedly that has been so crazy town. And it's because we're devoid of truth. We don't have any truth. We have a lot of propaganda and the propaganda is causing division. It's causing these new identities of, of, um, I'm offended. And, and this is the, this is me. And you just have to accept me and walk on eggshells around me all the time. That kind of stuff. Can't even have a normal conversation. No. And what really bothers me too, is the degree to which all the the functional norms of a society have mm-hmm. been deemed racist and sexist and bigoted. I mean, there is no common culture anymore. There's nothing that everybody can step aside and say, "Hey, this 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 one thing we we all agree on." There's nothing like that anymore. Uh, there there yeah. are no. Uh, the things that we took for granted growing up about the nature of the world, about the nature of the country, things mm-hmm. that are still true, by the way, like mm-hmm. you said, Kate, if truth was something we paid attention to, but it's all become muddled now. I mean, right. and meanwhile, we turn around and, and, and treat countries that are genuinely murderous like China 
with kid gloves and what uh, the the Simpsons. I don't know if you saw this, right? The mm-hmm. Simpsons, the TV show. They actually Disney actually pulled an episode they did back in 2005, which was mildly critical of China. Homer Simpson went to China, and there was a great great little gag in the in the in the program. They were standing at Tiananmen Square, the the Tiananmen Square, the the Simpson family, and over the 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 the, the gate to get in, it says. Tiananmen Square, where nothing happened 22 years ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and, of course, the Chinese griped about that, and Disney yanked it. Now, right. do you remember two or three years ago when uh, the character of Apu, the Simpsons were falling all over themselves? They canceled Apu. It was mm-hmm. racist for a white mm-hmm. man yeah. to, to play to play the role of, of the Indian, right. how sanctimonious the Simpsons were. Right Now, I want to see where are the directors of the Simpsons? Where are those idiot big mouth actors now? Now that Disney pulled your show from China, are you gonna? It's only America, right? Mm-hmm. When Americans whine, you get all uh, woke and you you kill off Apu. Right, right. Uh, you you meet and you a pop mea culpa, mea culpa. We're never gonna do. Uh, we're never gonna let white people voice minorities again. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here you go. The 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 mo- one of those brutal countries in the history of the world, China, just told your bosses Disney. Mm-hmm. That they didn't want that show out, and they yanked it. What do they? I want to see what these brave directors and and actors right. have to say now to Disney. Right? Oh, Go after so them, boys. They they censored you. That's so true, Uncle Vilti. You know, whatever they do, it won't be the truth. That's right. <laughs> you know, it, it, God warned us about this, and and He said in Ephesians four twenty five, put away falsehood and speak the truth, for we are members one of another. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else do you need to hear? I don't know. I you know, it was interesting to watch Goldman Sachs. Actually, Uncle Milty sent me this um, in uh, in March. I don't know if people realize this, but Goldman Sachs launched one million black women, a new initiative, ten billion dollars of investment capital, and one hundred million in full. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, philanthropic. I can't even say the word. Support. Thank you. Support. And what's funny about this is that I was just telling my son about Aunt Jemima, the woman on the the woman on the syrup. And now that we've removed it from the syrup, we've ended racism. But I just I look back at these moments of what we're doing in the year 2021, and we're still saying that it is due to your color, what you're able to produce in this country, still promoting racism while, while condemning racism, but always promoting it through stuff like this, right? Uh, Uncle- well, I just want to say that if you use Goldman Sachs for uh-huh. anything, think about their... <laughs> That they use capital investment and philanthropic in the same sentence. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the truth. I mean, my gosh, $10 billion because they don't feel like anyone with dark skin can do well without without their account, without their money. Isn't that amazing to you? That's pretty racist. It's promoting racism while condemning racism. You can't have it both ways. You want to you want to fix the problem of a million African American women? Use that money to buy them husbands that stick around. Yeah, there <laughs> so you go. So true. <laughs> oh, that is the truth. Oh my gosh, I have a liner that explains all of that. Yeah, it's absolutely the truth. But I was looking at this and I was thinking, this is our this is our problem. We uh, we are allowed allowing ourselves to be continually propagandized to, and we don't turn off the TV and we don't turn away from these people and people like this will stand there and 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 put it on social media media and applaud it applaud it see women we're gonna finally get somewhere so are you saying you never you've never had any success 
as a black woman, you've never had any success? Because I know many women along the way that have had success, uh-huh. even though they were black. Isn't that amazing? Oprah is one of them. But, but they couldn't do it without this? Well, the thing that bothers me, too, is how many of those women, those African-American or minority women in general who succeeded mm-hmm. now, now, because it's fashionable, right. are on the woke bandwagon like Oprah, right? Mm-hmm. Oprah scratched and clawed her way to the top, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. she made it, honestly, she was a, I didn't never cared for her, but she was mm-hmm. a talent that people wanted to pay a lot of money to see. But the but over the last few years, have you noticed, all the talk out of her mouth now is, do what I did, strap up your boots, your bootstraps, and, and go make something of yourself. Now it's all about how impossible it is to get ahead if you're a woman and mm-hmm. you're a woman of color. And it's to see it, that even minority women who have made it now mm-hmm. act as if uh, that that there was nothing special and no one else could do what they did and and racism is the problem. Even right. when you succeed now, you have to pretend you that fa- the system has failed you. I know, I know. And then uh, as soon as Trump did any travel bans, of course he was a racist, right? Picketed everywhere. Biden oh. does it uh, with Africa, and now we have what they're calling Afrophobia, and of course he's justified in what he does. It's I I, I will never ever uh, be without bewilderment when I look at how. The media caters to him. There's no um, late night talk show that's really and seriously taking him to task on a thing. You'll never see a parody of him. Really and truly nothing like you saw in the last four years of, of Trump and how they just wanted to just absolutely demolish him. It was really no, you're right. We, we've reached the point where politics now mm-hmm. are, people, are people's moral code, right? Yeah. I mean, right. Uh, as long as you're on the right side of something, mm-hmm. uh, the, the media is going to hate you no matter what you do and yeah. vice versa. You could be the most clueless. Well, you're well, a I mean, stupid hillbilly. we got to go to a break, but you're that. a stupid hillbilly if you're on the right. Yep. Um, God-loving hillbilly. That's our new, that's our their, their new mantra. Be right back with Dr. Duke Pester from The Dr. Duke Show and Uncle Milty. KateDallyRadio.com. Hi, this is Kate, and I just wanted to let you know about a new product that I fell in love with, and I want you to have it too, and you can get a special deal on it right now. It's a wonderful sanitizer that really cleans, hospital grade, they use electricity to do it, and it's really natural, and it's not sticky, it doesn't have alcohol in it, it's just an amazing new product, and it's concentrated, so you actually get tons of bottles of it for a really low price and it stores well for prepping. So I would highly recommend this and get it while you can. Um, Instead of $250, you can grab it for $44. This is at the bottom of my homepage. You can find the the little ad on the on the bottom of my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Click on it. You'll love this product. We need a new kind of clean. To do that, Clean Start combines two of nature's most powerful forces, water and electricity, to produce electrolyzed water, or HOCL. HOCL is your body's first internal response after an infection or trauma. In fact, it's significantly more effective at killing bacteria, viruses, mold and mildew than bleach or other household cleaners. Clean Start's globally patented tablet-based hand sanitizer turns any quart of tap water into FDA-approved alcohol-free hand sanitizer and registered wound care solution to a new kind of clean. Clean Start. Hi, this is Kate. Make sure and go to preparewithkate.com. Preparewithkate.com. You're going to get special deals from my Patriot Supply and a payment plan. Isn't that amazing? You can do this on payments, which makes it easier on the budget. But make sure you have a food supply. Make sure you're um, adding to that food supply. All you need to do is go to preparewithkate.com. Thanks. 
Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board-certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that, and he was the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the Support Your Immune Function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at katedallyradio.com. Guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Our finest gifts we bring Can it be years from now see perhaps we'll see didn't happen years from now. Anyway, uh, that's David Bowie and Bing. Wasn't that back in like the 80s? Anyways, uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. And uh, make sure and get over to MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Make sure that uh, you use the code word Kate. The code word is always Kate, and my first name. And uh, 66% off right now. They're even having a Cyber Monday sale that's tremendous. So I definitely would get over there today to order yourself up the best sheets you've ever had, pillow toppers that make an old nap mattress new again. Uh, their mattresses are amazing. Dog beds, loungewear. I mean, he does. He, Mike Lindell has the best products on mypillow.com. I never knew that. I never. I was always looking for sheets very similar to my grandmother's sheets, uh, the kind that were just that huge quality factor, and never realized it was at mypillow.com. So use the code word Kate, get tremendous savings. And also Balance of Nature. If you want to get healthy, get balanceofnature.com, code word Kate. This is the product everyone's talking about because it's a whole food, and there's very, very few whole food products on the market that do not have a, a chemical in them that are that are not, there's no pesticides on the fruits. I mean, and veggies, nothing like that. This is an amazing product and you're going to get 31 fruits and vegetables a day. Uh, so make sure uh, and do that. Um, and so let's come back to this. You know, I was just remembering how David Bowie was a little bit of a prima donna and didn't want to do that song with Bing. So he had to change it up. So they would sing two songs together because he, he just didn't like this song and didn't like that song and didn't like Little Drummer Boy. But David Bowie was a weird cat. And uh, the two of them did that song. It was a good song. But it's just I was just thinking about our conversation about people being triggered so easily and asking for all of these uh, victimhood benefits. It's true. It just truly amazes me to no end. Yeah, well, that's my that's my life at the university. It is stunning how um, in a, at one and the same time entitled and enabled and absolutely crippling crippled crippled to the point of not being able to do anything emotional that bothers them. They every little thing pushes them over their edge, their buzz their buttons. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of these kids are playing it too. They right. know. They know. They're not stupid. A lot of these kids know that uh uh screaming that that pouting and uh, being offended is their ticket to a lot of free rides. That's so true. 
Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they were taught that by their parents. Yeah, too. that's very, very true. Um, so there was a, a middle school teacher, and I want you to comment on this, Dr. Pesta. Bisexual middle school teacher, okay, resigns from education rather than take down the classroom pride flag. I didn't realize that the, the flag had so much power for him uh, or, or for the children, but he says he won't be complicit in suppressing or marginalizing LGBTQ students. And I'm, I'm just wondering if the guy goes around town and will only eat at restaurants or go on vacation at places where an LGBT flag is is flying, because obviously the guy would feel marginalized or suppressed if it wasn't. This is, this is the entitlement I was talking about. What gives you the right to go into your employer's business, the people who's hiring you, and then carve out a little space inside somebody else's business for you to promote your own political worldview? Your job is to teach kids. That includes primarily non-gay kids, right? Mm-hmm. The number of gay students in every class is going to match the country, which is to say not many. Right. And so uh, you're, why are you bringing in the gay fly, pride flag? And m- many of these teachers will not allow the American flag in because it hurts people's feelings. But that flag is a matter of inclusivity. See, when, when, when liberal uh, uh, signals, mm-hmm. that, uh, when liberal flags and pennants and posters, when they upset you, that, that just shows you how you're on the wrong side of things. You got to get your head straight. But traditional value American stuff, that uh, that's just genuinely offensive. We shouldn't subject anybody to it. Right. So this Michigan public school teacher resigned after refusing to take down his rainbow pride flag. Russell Ball, <laughs> nice name, 43. <laughs> and not only, not only does that carry a certain uh, connotation. It's also he was a, he was a gym teacher too. Mm-hmm. So Russell Ball, mm-hmm. a physician, a physical education and health teacher at Three Rivers Middle School, before he resigned last week. Uh-huh. Uh, it's forty minutes south of Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. He, he he was told a group of parents got together and said, "Remove it. There are no other flags in the classroom. We're, we we don't even see the say the pledge of allegiance anymore at our mm-hmm. school. You can't have your flag there as well." And, and here's the, the 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 parting statement to me to me and that's all that matters right <laughs> right you can't, see it any, you can't see it from anybody else's perspective uh-huh. to me the flag stands for love and inclusion unless you tell me I can't fly it then go f yourself right, <laughs> right. To me, the flag stands for love and inclusion for everybody not explain this to me not just for members of the LGBTQ how really? how does that work? Yeah, I'm I sorry. The American I, flag. Hmm. I say the American flag stands for justice and uh-huh. and freedom for all, uh-huh. even people who didn't ha- who were slaves. Right, right. Yep. Let me get, you're gonna let me get away with that one? No, you're not gonna let me get away with that one, are you? That is but so they, true. They say this this flag, which hmm. is all about my sexual persuasion, is really about loving everybody. <laughs> really? BS nonsense is that. Oh, it's such a lie. It is such a lie. It is not for everybody. It's for those kids. And he and he actually contradicts himself and self and then says, well, it, I feel like the, the removing the flag kind of felt like I was being complicit in suppressing and continuously marginalizing the students that have already been significantly marginalized. So he contradicts himself right there by saying he's flying the flag just for those kids. It's not right. one, one and, for all. One, and then, yeah, he goes on to say specifically how, quote, it's something so important to me that my students have a safe space that I wasn't willing to continue an education without it. <laughs> so it's not about loving everybody. Yeah. It's about a safe space for a very, very small number of kids. 
Right. And when does that safe space happen? Like, I want to know, does it happen when the kid's just asking to go to the restroom? Or was it is it when they're answering a math question or in this case, learning a new new something for P.E.? When does that safe space happen every day? I'm I'm curious. Here's the victimhood Uh quote from 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 Professor Ball. Here it is. By removing it, I feel like I'm being told I am invalidated. That I don't belong, he said. Okay, right. So the the kid who wants to show up with a Blue Lives Matter pennant, you're gonna you, he, doesn't he deserve to be recognized? Mm-hmm. What about the one that wears his uh, uh, Make America Great Again hat? Are those guys? No, those kids weren't okay. Remember, right. those kids were drummed out of school. They had to have that stuff removed, sent to the principal's office. But this little hothouse orchid, he ha- he's unless he's got his great big gay fr- fly uh, gray gay pride flag Mm -hmm. to wrap himself in as he has no uh, uh, personality no individual individuality without it right and that's not a message he says i want to send to my students because regardless of sexual orientation and sexual identity he contradicted himself again he just got through saying that i only feel validated with my gay flag uh, flying Mm -hmm. and yet he turns around and tells his students Right. That my gay pride flag is really about all of you, too. It's just a complete and other lying uh, contradiction. Uncle Milty. Yeah, yeah, but they never ask the kids if they feel unsafe. Never. Do You're you right. feel unsafe at school? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but this teacher is inferring that they do and wants yeah. to think that they do. And he's only comfortable. That's why I asked in the beginning. Does he only visit restaurants with flags flying? Does he only yeah. go to grocery store wrapped in the flag? Is this flag his sole persona and identity as a gay person? Does he have to have the flag there so he doesn't feel suppressed? It's just always amazes me that liberal signage, liberal mm-hmm. pennants and flags, that they're, they're, enough, they're, they're incredibly, they include everybody, right? <laughs> right. And it could be for the most ridiculously specific mm-hmm. thing, right? Right. Uh, trans gender dog owning quadriplegics, right? <laughs> We're going to get their own flag one day. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll, they'll tell us, we got to have this flying in every cafeteria and every public school because it's about love for everybody. Right. You know, it's interesting that the American flag just really has all that in there and that you don't need an additional flag. Yet was one flying in the classroom? No. What about if I fly a um, don't tread on me flag? That wouldn't be allowed. It'd make me feel comfortable. But it would I wouldn't be allowed. Right. But the American flag is actually there for everybody and everything. So it is the all inclusive flag. So why isn't that being flown? Because this teacher's an idiot. He's a total moron. That's why. They don't That's get exactly it. Exactly right, and so so it's that. I think what drives me so much so so mad about the left is they're completely unempathetic. That they mm-hmm. they can they understand why things mean something to them, but they wickedly refuse to assume that anybody else can take pride in anything they don't like. And so that's why the, the censorship is always coming from the left. The, the, the censors, the cancelers, they're always the left wingers because mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're too childish. They're too emotionally and intellectually stunted to realize that there are people flying the American flag who feel just like you feel about your gay flag. And you will not give them an inch. You're right. Well, they just totally refuse to acknowledge the contradiction and hypocrisy of what they say and do. I know. They refuse to admit it. And here's another thing, too. There was another story about another teacher, right? First grade. 
As a fir- and I forget her name. Yeah. Uh, but she was gender queer, uh, African American woman, or African of African descent. She's a first grade teacher, and she was talking on and on. She she doesn't allow her her five year olds or six year olds. She doesn't let let her six year olds use pronouns because she doesn't recognize them. So they all have to refer to her a, a first grade teacher as Professor So and So. So Professor So and So. And she says, I love talking with all my subjects with my children, but the subject I love talking most about Mm -hmm. is when they ask me about my queerness. Are they asking about her queerness all the time? Oh, you, I gave, I mean, you, you know as well as I do that that's the one thing <laughs> yep. she signals to those kids every single day. Yep. Do you, can, you imagine, can you imagine being in that class? It's going to be a nine months of gay virtue signaling. Oh, that's yeah. all they do. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and because it's the only, it's narcissism. It's completely narcissistic. This public school first grade class isn't about your kids. It's not about turning them, how, teaching them how to read. It's not mm-hmm. teaching them about the the, the uh, cohesiveness of American culture and that kind of stuff. It's about me. It's a platform for to me show, to show off to my, myself to them. And I incur, they spend uh, hours and hours and hours every month, I'm sure, talking about her experiences as a genderqueer first grade teacher. Yep. And what's so sad is uh, these people should not be teaching at all, and they are. And so I was actually glad to see the guy actually resign because, good, good, please resign. If you can't understand this country and the very country that you're teaching, if you want a message to our children, and this is why you need to get your kids out of public school, yet another reason. Um, then um, then you shouldn't be there. And we have far too many teachers that go in that use it as their little playground for all of their agendas instead of mm-hmm. recognizing what they're truly supposed to be doing there. So Well, uh, that ship has sailed. You're right. We don't, the, 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 the educrats that run every aspect of our public schools and universities no longer see neutral subject matter having anything to do Mm-hmm. with what their job is. Their job is not to pass on the wisdom and the uh, beauty of, of art and culture down through the ages. Their job mm-hmm. is to make kids as radically messed up as they are. Right. That's their mission. Right. And here he is. Here he is. This is what this was the guy's statement, the middle school teacher that left. He said, I had students that were happy to see the flag in, in the room that were telling me, thank you for being here. You know, I doubt he got that comment yeah. very, very much. Yep. Um, and I also I, I also think, you know, if they know that he's gay and they come to him, I, I can't think of more of a reason to say, you know what? What's being taught in the classroom has nothing to do with what they're supposed to be learning. If if that many kids are coming to him and wanting to talk to him about his sexuality, that means that he's broadcasting it from the pulpit daily. It has nothing to do with this stupid flag that he's flying that his hopes and dreams are wrapped up in, right? And it's for God's that. sake, you're a gym teacher. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's yeah. not like you're some crusading social studies teacher right. talking about Stonewall. No, yes. <laughs> you're the dude that's making him run laps and shoot baskets. Mm-hmm. And this is not 1910. You know what? The kids out there actually support this as cool and interesting. Yep. And you get a lot of attention for it now. I want to know who's being bullied about this now because I'm not seeing it. I actually think they think it's cool now. To, uh, you know, yeah. mess around with any sex, with anything. Right. Well, and I knows. certainly don't believe that his bisexuality has anything to do with him wanting to hang around the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. 
No, I said I don't believe it. No, I know, I know, I know. Jeez. It does conjure oh. up. <laughs> what is it? I wonder so how many true. kids shower with their pants on. Yeah, that's so true. Especially that's if he's broadcasting it. It's very uncomfortable or, for a lot of the kids. Yeah, for most of them. Do we have jock strap checks before they start playing uh, dodgeball every day? There's just way too many ways you can take this. Oh, I'm glad he resigned. Good. Get another career. Uh, Thank you so much. Catch the Dr. Duke show. It shows right after mine. Uh, You can actually watch it right on my Facebook page, the Kate Daly Show Facebook page. Thanks, Dr. Duke. Thank you. Catch you guys next God month. Bless. Yeah, appreciate it. Monday, appreciate Monday. it. Thank you. And of course, we'll be back in the next hour talking about all kinds of subjects. What is the playbook for the moronic variant? We'll, we'll talk about that. There's so many things that you need to know. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show, KateDalyRadio.com.